0: Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley.
1: Bonjour. So happy to join with you today. Yeah, it feels like summer is actually arriving here in Maine on Deer Isle. It started to be a little bit warm, which is nice and much appreciated. Yeah. So let us jump into a prayer here and open our hearts and open our minds. Our, uh, our beginning is always with a prayer, because that is the thing that just locks us into that connection with the Spirit. And our topic this week is Working for God Incorporated, and uh, <laughs> I'm excited for what's coming through today. So, we place our hand on our heart and we take a breath of love and gratitude, opening ourselves gratefully and thankfully to a recognition of the pure love of God as our very essence and nature. We're already as holy as holy can be, and we're grateful and thankful to recognize and remember it now. We are the two or more who are gathered in the name and the nature of the Christ for the purpose of partnering up with the Holy Spirit to recognize the fullness of love, and our brothers and sisters we're opening ourselves to a divine vocation we are consciously saying yes to being of service to the light we are saying yes to the freedom to let go of the past we are offloading the past and stepping into the joyful loving present Taking a breath of love and gratitude together, we are grateful to make a holy offering of every thought that's false, every identification that's untrue. We are so grateful to allow the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting of our opinions, our judgments, our belief in lack and limitation, our habits of mentally thinking lack and attack, are dissolving and resolving permanently back to the root cause right now. We give thanks for this. We're interested in seeing with divine vision and living a life of great compassion, great love, great awakening. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes. Yes, so we're going to be looking this week at Chapter 12, Section 7, Looking Within. It's my page 229. And it begins with, Miracles demonstrate that learning has occurred under the right guidance, for learning is invisible, and what has been learned can be recognized only by its results. So it's helpful here to remember that the definition of a miracle in A Course of Miracles is really when we align our thinking with the truth. When we let go of separation thinking and we choose to recognize, remember, affirm, and live in the truth awareness of the truth, that is the miracle. Miracles demonstrate in form because we have a shift in thinking and then our experience changes. So I woke up yesterday morning and I heard in my mind, I'm just going through this, chakra clearing in my throat chakra, and it's so interesting how so often when I'm speaking and teaching, uh, it just, the clearing is happening. It's like the spirit is using that energetic, and that's, I'm grateful for that because my prayer is to be the clear ringing bell of truth with every word, with every thought, with every action, with every choice. So I'm just going to take a sip of my spiritual espresso here. So I woke up yesterday morning, and in my mind, you could say, I thought, I heard, I felt, all these ways of perceiving intuition, guidance, they're just, they're all the same in a sense. Um, but the, there was this thought my only job is forgiveness. My only job is forgiveness. Forgiveness is my job. That's my job. And it made me so happy. <laughs> and why it made me so happy is because it's a clear directive. So one of the wonderful... Uh, Teachings from the Bible is to think about the the birds and the flowers and the to see that the birds are cared for that they will be provided for and are not uh, uh, we as important or even more important to the Creator God than the birds, and see how the lilies of the field spin and toil not, yet they are arrayed like Solomon's finest. So in other words, the the beautiful lilies in the field, they don't uh, have to work the way that we sometimes work in uh, our daily life, and yet they have the finest. Clothing that could possibly imagine, right? The lilies to the field are so gorgeous and beautiful and they don't have to earn it. So our only job is forgiveness. This is the message of A Course in Miracles. And when we take that to our heart, and really walk with it in our heart and live it moment by moment that's my whole thing living a course in miracles right you, <laughs> my website livingacourseofmiracles.com the class is living a course of miracles living 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 a course of miracles that when we're living it from our heart then what begins to happen, if we're really sincere, is we have experiences in the world that are challenging, right? In our relationships with our uh, co-workers, with our loved ones, with our um, representatives, our um, the politics, etc, all these things going on in the world when uh, we are walking in the world and we experience a challenge like someone has a sarcastic remark, the opportunity is there not to take offense, but to stay in our open heart. As I often say, our open heart is the safest place in the world. Our open heart is the safest place in the world. So, There's the opportunity to take offense all day long. I know I used to be an offense taker. I was a a complainer and a critic and an offense taker. It was really my way of being in the world. And so I began to realize, oh, I can serve the light all day long if I really take non-judgment as my, my job. So I, I prefer non, the word non-judgment to forgiveness because that's really what forgiveness is. It's letting go of the judgment. So I started to walk on that pathway of forgiving everything. As I was sharing in my year-long masterful living class last night, I was sharing about how I began to pray to forgive everything in all directions of time and space, which I don't recommend, uh, because it it also made my life into uh, an upheaval of everything in my face to forgive. But uh, and I have I was saying that I have great stamina and strength, inner fortitude. I really do. I'm I'm very very grateful for that. Spirit has made me. With a very strong constitution. And so, um, but it was, it was exhausting. It was exhausting, but I I cleared a lot in a very few years. And I'm very grateful for that because my life is peaceful now. And even when things seem to be very threatening to those around me, I don't feel threatened. Or I might just feel a little something and then I realize, oh, I can give that to the Holy Spirit. And I've never been more clear in my life that it is not my job to figure anything out. It is my job simply to remove the blocks to love that are being shown to me by the Holy Spirit. And you know, uh, I'll just mention that I have Come to recognize that Holy Spirit is another name for guardian angel. It is another name for I am that I am. It is another name for the higher self. It is, um, it's all the same, energetic. It is that perfect guide Director, that is our own true nature, our own true identity. And when I feel it's very helpful when we look at it that way. And I also have learned that I can go to Jesus, to the ascended masters, the company of heaven, the angels, and all that is holy all day long and give away all worries and concerns. Give them away, give them away, give them away. Yes, indeed. So, working for God, Incorporated, is all about practicing non-judgment. So, if we judge, if we take offense, if we uh experience something and we interpret it, we make the meaning of it, that it's offensive, that it's hurtful, that it's wrong and bad, that somebody's done something to us that um, is not for our good and we hold it as a resentment, or we've done something that now we regret. Wherever there's a judgment, there's an opportunity for us to give it over to the Holy Spirit have a healing, and experience true forgiveness. But the faster walk of glory is to practice non-judgment. So yes, we'll still have things to forgive every day. Uh, for instance, I remember things um, on a regular basis that happened when I was a child, when I was a teenager, when I was younger, Um a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it was that I see, oh, I could have been more loving then. Or, oh, I took that as an offense. I took that as an attack and I still haven't let go of that judgment. So things bubble up into my mind like bubbles coming up to the surface of the lake Um and so every day there's an opportunity to be of service to the light, to work for God incorporated by giving those things that are coming up for healing to the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting. All that's required is our willingness and A Course of Miracles in the Trust and Faith section, uh, development of trust in the Manual for Teachers, which is the Chapter 4, Characteristics of the Teachers of God. The first one is trust. I highly recommend you read that once a week. What I recommend to um, the folks in my Masterful Living course is to read the trust and faith section in uh, development of trust in uh, chapter four of the manual for teachers every day for a week, and then once a week after that, just to remind you really about how essential. Trust is to our awakening. Through practicing trust, we develop faith. And when we have faith, then we really can be of service to the light. So when we are giving over our resentments and our regrets, the guilt, the shame, the blame, the opinions, the judgments, the criticisms, the hurts, all of it, to the Holy Spirit for healing, we're doing it in trust and faith that our mind will be healed and we will experience more peace, more love, more joy. And that's how it works. So in order to really experience the more peace, more love, more joy, we must be sincere in giving those things to the Holy Spirit for healing. We we decide that we're not interested in them anymore. So this often requires us to look within. So that's why we're looking at Chapter 12, Section 7, Looking Within. So, and and understanding what Miracles are. It says here that we recognize that our mind has changed and that we're experiencing miracles by the results. So for instance, as I was saying now, my life is peaceful. I, I, I won't say I have no stress. I I certainly won't say I don't get frustrated or irritated. I do, but not like I used to. I used to live in torment. I really did, uh, especially when you compare it to how things are for me now. And um, you you can ask um, the folks on my staff. Um, there are so many times when people make errors, as we all do. I make errors all the time. And I'm just not bothered by it. Sometimes I get bothered, but most of the time I just, let's let's just find the the path of uh, excellence and stay on it. And we learn from our errors. And that's what errors are for, to help us learn. And nothing wrong or bad is happening. Most of the time, that's how it feels to me. And, And I'm grateful to be able to learn anything at all. I'm grateful to be the peaceful, happy learner most of the time. So it says here, You will recognize that you have learned there is no order of difficulty in miracles when you apply them to all situations. So this is part of the key of working for God Incorporated is to not keep anything back from God or from the Holy Spirit. Right, and this is where one of the main places where I see that spiritual students make it harder for themselves, much harder than it has to be. So, for instance, if they're in a car accident and they're injured, um, they're going to be praying for assistance from the Holy Spirit. They're going to be praying for assistance from God and the angels in healing. Now. If they are feeling frightened about paying their bills, they're probably going to be praying for help and assistance. But if they're irritated and frustrated by the traffic, are they going to try and manage that by themselves or are they going to give it to the Holy Spirit for healing? If they're feeling upset, because the the dinner got burned are they going to give that upset to the holy spirit for healing if they're feeling upset because their spouse got drunk again and said something awful are they going to give that to the holy spirit for healing or are they going to hold it back for themselves and now they're going to give their spouse the cold treatment they're going to yell at them they're going to say you know you blame shame guilt lay all those trips on the guilt trip the shame trip the blame trip all over their spouse or will they give the healing to the holy spirit so the way to really work for god incorporated to really serve the light is to stop sorting by level of difficulty and thinking, oh, I'm going to manage these things and I'll give these things to the Holy Spirit. This is what I see. Uh, I see uh, that in times when people are sad and angry and depressed, they are As it says in A Course in Miracles, if you're depressed, it's because you're being deprived of something. But nobody can deprive you but you. So there's a judgment in there. If you're depressed, there is judgment in there. And there could be many factors, many, many, many factors involved in that depression. But somewhere in there, there's an opinion, there's a judgment that is not being relinquished to the Holy Spirit for healing. The practice of non-judgment has, I've seen it heal so many people's experience of depression and suicidal tendencies. Just the practice of non-judgment. I've seen it heal people's arthritis and chronic pain. I see it every year in masterful living I even see it in finding freedom my spiritual boot camp class that which is a 90-day class people have amazing healing according to their willingness so in our working for god incorporated the main things that we're doing are being willing to have trust that spirit will heal our mind. So rather than asking spirit to heal the world, we ask spirit to heal our mind about the world. And we only have to be willing to call forth the healing and to accept it and allow it. We don't have to figure out how to have it. And While we can do lots of wonderful things like meditating and contemplating and chanting and doing yoga and reading spiritual books and journaling, I love all of those things. Enjoy them very much. They're all part of my life. But I need do nothing. I enjoy doing those things. They're a way of affirming my willingness, and that's why they're so satisfying to me, because I love to demonstrate my willingness, because I am so aware of all the benefits I've received from being willing. That the peace I have now, the joy I have now, the freedom I have now, the prosperity I have now, all the well-being I have now, the love I have now, is all a result of my willingness. So it's the willingness to have trust in spirit to do the heavy lifting. And that's really what the forgiveness is. It's giving to spirit our judgments and opinions for healing while having the trust and the faith that spirit will do the heavy lifting, of figuring out how to get these thoughts out of our mind when they have been so stuck and entrenched there. You see, but there's no order of difficulties. And that's what it says here. You will recognize that you have learned there is no order of difficulty and miracles when you apply them to all situations. So in order to begin to have a far more miraculous life, apply it to every situation. And why not? Why not? More of our precious life energy of upset, irritation, frustration, guilt, shame, blame, regret, resentment goes on with, um, the, the small things, then the big things. I had an experience recently where um, something got broken at the house here and um, uh, and honestly, it was something that um, I happened to really, really like, and it just got broken and, um, and through it it just happened it got left in a place where something uh in the wind blew and hit it and it shattered broke and um uh the understanding was that someone was responsible for putting it away they didn't put it away and um this stuff happens so i saw that it was broken and i i didn't feel bothered by it at all really i was just like well, no, actually, I'm gonna say initially, when I first saw it, I went, "Ah, but then I was like, "You know stuff happens, we're making way for more beautiful things, and it's you know first this is for the good for some way um well, then the person who was involved in perhaps having uh put it out of harm's way saw it and um felt. Guilty about it and said, you know, I'd like to pay you for it or buy you a new one. And I said, no, it's really not necessary. It's really, truly not necessary. And, um, stuff happens. Don't worry about it at all. It's just life. And, um, they said, well, they came, came back to me again and said, I really, I would like to, to make amends for it. I said, <clears throat> really, it's just absolutely not necessary. I said, um, I'll tell you this, you can give me anything you like if you'd like to give me something. I will accept it and receive it with love and gratitude. However, if you're giving it to me because you feel guilty, I don't wish to receive that because I don't wish to energize you feeling guilty because there's no value in that. There's only uh, only harm can come from that. So I am totally okay with it totally i really really am and i am and i was and um so then that person came back to me a couple of days later and said i've really been looking at the role that guilt plays in my life and seeing how it's threaded into to many things so if that's not worth the the damage the breakage I don't know what is. Do you see what I mean? So I don't know what anything is for, but everything is for my good. That's for my good because we share the same mind. So their healing, their looking at guilt now is my healing. We share the same mind. It benefits me. So I could have, you know, gone down a whole different road. I've done that in the past. I've made people feel guilty. I've intended to make them feel guilty and ashamed for having done something to me. But I am not interested in going down that road anymore. I'm really not. My ego is sometimes. But I am not. And I am not the ego. So I've learned to be able to say to the ego, hang on. As Ken Wapnick told me that he would say to himself, that way madness lies from King Lear. That way madness lies. Yeah, that way madness lies. I, uh, you know, I spent a lot of years feeling absolutely crazy and depraved, literally. And I am not going back there. No way, Jose. Not. I don't even want to go back there for five minutes. I really don't. There's no thing that's worth it. Not one thing at all. Nothing. And I am grateful to live the way that I live now. Yes, I am. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm going to mention this uh, that uh, I've got coming up in just about – Oh, just a little under a week now, actually. My next spiritual counseling training intensive. I have a spiritual counseling certification program for people who would like to be certified as counselors. Um, and it's a, it's a comprehensive program and it's, Very much designed for people to feel absolutely empowered Uh, because this is one of the things I see with a a lot of coaches and therapists and uh, life coaches and family therapists and different kinds of counselors that they – They don't feel fully empowered to do their work. They are doubting themselves and sometimes they're judging their clients and complaining about their clients and, um, and then feeling guilty and ashamed that they're complaining about their clients and thinking and judging their clients. So my certification program is designed to eliminate those things so that the person who chooses this really feels empowered to be that loving presence and they actively are contributing to people living a miraculous life, however they're incorporating it into their work. And um, my spiritual counseling training intensive is a week-long intensive that's part of of my certification program. The intensive is open to anyone. So we do have professionals, professional coaches and therapists of all kinds, but we also have people who are parents and grandparents, businessmen and women, um, people who are... Um, you know, tarot card readers, people who are um, just a, a myriad of teachers, uh, grandparents, uh, all kinds of folks who are interested in developing their intuition, practicing non-judgment, healing their mind, and being of service, being able to be a good listener and a good communicator in their relationships. So uh, many people take this intensive week-long training for the fun of it, for the joy of it, for the healing of it. And it is open to everyone. We usually have a small group, and that makes it really delightful. And it is an intensive, so it definitely is um it's work. It's work. But uh, uh, I know one person, uh, Linda, said that uh, it was the best thing she ever did for herself besides having children. And another person, Mina, who had been in class with me for years, she pulled me aside and said, Jennifer – I had no idea it could be this good. And um, I have to say that when I'm doing them, I feel like it is the absolute creme de la creme of what I do. It just is so joyful to be in the energy of it. So we do have one starting on June 19th, and the next one will be in mid-October. When I come back from the break, I'll give you those dates. All right. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're living the love, we're walking the talk, and we'll be right back.
0: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles Living the love, walking the talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
1: Hey there, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, and I am... uh, to give you those dates. In fact, what I'm looking at doing is doing a forgiveness retreat. Okay, here are some just quick events. I am um, doing the Weekend of Freedom retreat in uh, North Carolina uh, with Dove Fishman and um, a whole bunch of uh, wonderful Course in Miracles folks. Uh, that is the, um, the weekend uh, the first weekend in October, and then I'm looking at doing a forgiveness retreat the second weekend, October, also in North Carolina, and, um, and then the week after that, doing the spiritual counseling training, uh, something like uh, October 16th to the 22nd. So just to give you those dates. And I'm talking about also possibly doing a forgiveness weekend retreat and uh, the first weekend in November in the UK. In the UK, I love to go to the UK. All right. So those are that's that information and more to be coming soon. So there is no situation to which miracles do not apply and by applying them to all situations you will gain the real world so this is one of the critical errors that spiritual students make and i realized uh, i've realized so many times that i was doing it myself oh i didn't give that to the holy spirit oh i didn't give that to the holy spirit so there are no Levels of difficulty. But the ego likes to, it's all about compare and contrast to the ego, right? That's how the ego learns, compare and contrast, compare and contrast. But that's not the way to learn. A Course in Miracles tells us that what we're really doing is remembering. We're coming home. We're coming back to the real world, right? We're the prodigal son venturing back, returning home. So, the way to really authentically move into a much faster awakening is to recognize we are remembering, not learning. Therefore, we don't have to go through experiences in the world of form in order to learn. We can simply remember, remember. So, we can remember how to be completely loving and patient and kind. We don't have to learn. Experiential learning isn't the fastest route for us. The fastest route for us is to ask, and it is given. That's the fastest route. So to be in that divine partnership, that's why I call it partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self. So it says, for in this holy perception you will be made whole and the atonement will radiate from your acceptance of it for yourself to everyone the Holy Spirit sends you for your blessing. So this is the thing, how we work for uh, God Incorporated. We're sending a blessing in every moment. We're consciously Giving a blessing, sharing a blessing, being a blessing, receiving the blessing. It says, in every child of God is blessing lies and God's blessing lies. And in your blessing of the children of God is God blessing to you. God's blessing to you. Everyone in the world must play his part in its redemption in order to recognize that the world has been redeemed. You cannot see the invisible. Yet, if you see its effects, you know it must be there. So, we wake up through our feeling of love, of compassion of harmony, of joy, of peace. I did a a radio uh, episode a couple of months ago about the difference between emotions and feelings. So we learn to feel God's direction. We learn to hear God's direction. We learn to see beyond what we can see with our eyes to what we see with our mind. Our mind can open up so vastly. It's amazing. It's just amazing. I I, I get intuition all the time about things, you know, just all the time. And it's so helpful to me to have this awareness. This person could use a call now. This person could use a hug now. This person can use a kind word now. Uh, This person, um, whatever, to just be able to reach out gently, sweetly, kindly, and to share, that's extending love, and that's working for God Incorporated. Extending love is what it's all about, and we can do it anywhere, and most wonderfully, we can do it with people who are what we would term as complete strangers, you know, it's, it's wonderful to be able to stand in a Starbucks waiting online and to bless everyone there and to feel like such a blessing. It, it's just wonderful to, to be able to stand online at the Bank and be able to bless everyone there and to be there to receive the blessing. And you know, it's even wonderful to be in a, a challenging situation with anyone and to be able to hold to the love and the peace and watch the difference that it makes, how it shifts the energy in the room, how it shifts the tone of the conversation, and how it definitely shifts the outcome, right? So we can't, if we're going to be non-judgmental, we can't simultaneously be in fear because the cause of fear is the judgment. So we're training ourselves to recognize when there is fear, there must be a judgment, and to realize there's no big or small, no difficulty, nor order of difficulty. In other words, uh, healing the body is not more difficult than healing the mind. Healing the emotional body is not more difficult or less difficult than healing the physical body or the mental body, and that... There is a benefit to everything for us. How, how could I have seen the benefit of not being upset by the breakage or the, even the breakage? To, uh, how could I have seen the benefit of that breakage to my friend's life? I couldn't have seen that. I, I mean, maybe, but it certainly wasn't apparent immediately. But when I saw it, I I thought, oh, isn't God good? And then, of course, it just was even more clear how everything works together for good. There are no errors. Everything. So let's go back to the text here. It says, "You, You cannot see your strengths, but you gain confidence in their existence. As they enable you to act, and the results of your actions, you can see. The Holy Spirit is invisible, but you can see the results of His presence, and through them, you will learn that He is there. What He enables you to do is clearly not of this world. For what does that say? For miracles. The wind just blew my. Validate every law of reality in the, as the world judges it. Every law of time and space, of magnitude and mass, is transcended for what the Holy Spirit enables you to do is clearly beyond all of them. Perceiving the Holy Spirit's results, you will understand where He must be and finally know what He is. You cannot see the Holy Spirit, but you can see His manifestations, and unless you do, you will not realize He is there. Miracles are His witness and speak for His presence. What you cannot see becomes real to you only through the witnesses that speak for it. For you can be aware of what you cannot see, and it can become compellingly real to you as its presence becomes manifest through you. Do the Holy Spirit's work, for you share in His function. As your function in heaven is creation, so your function on earth is healing. God shares His function with you in heaven, and the Holy Spirit shares His with you on earth. As long as you believe you have other functions, so long will you need correction. For this belief is the destruction of peace, a goal in direct opposition to the Holy Spirit's purpose. So forgiveness is my function and Really, if we just take it as living without judgment, making no interpretation, making no meaning of things, opening our heart to the presence unfolding, saying, I don't know what anything is for, then we're working to serve the light. We're working for God, Incorporated. And our reward is heaven. It's heaven now, not in the great by and by, but absolutely unfolding now and of course it goes on to remind us you see what you expect and you expect what you invite so this is the thing that we recognize is we begin to see how focused we are on lack and separation so for instance if i'm thinking that i have to heal my frustration i have to feel heal my headache i have to heal anything in my life if i have to fix it and make it right i'm going to get what i expect i'll probably be disappointed i probably won't feel the great love i'll feel that it's difficult and it's hard right i remember um Many years ago, I was talking about doing something. And my mom said, well, I'm sure you'll you'll do that, but it's going to be hard. And I was so glad that she said that because it helped me to realize, oh, gosh, yeah, in my family, we have this belief that we can do things, uh, extraordinary things, wonderful things. But a lot of times it's going to be hard. And I realized in that moment, I don't want things to be hard. I I, I don't want that. I don't want that thought in my mind anymore. No, ease and grace all the way. Ease and grace in all my movements. Ease and grace in all my experiences and relationships. No more hard. I don't mind challenging. I I like it when things are uh, inviting me to let go of the past. And a lot of times that feels challenging. I don't mind being challenged. I grow through the challenges, but I don't like it to be hard. I just don't like that at all. I really don't. I can live forever without things being hard. So... Hmm. Yes. You see what you expect and you expect what you invite. Your perception is the result of your invitation coming to you as you sent for it. Right? This is right in alignment with the... um, Responsibility for sight, that we take responsibility for everything we see, because everything is just as we wish it to be. So, this helps us to understand that. You see what you expect, and you expect what you invite. Your perception is the result of your invitation coming to you as you sent for it. Whose manifestations would you see? In other words, yours or the Holy Spirit's? Of whose presence would you be convinced for the like the, the angel or the devil? For you will believe in what you manifest, and as you look out, so you will see in. Two ways of looking at the world are in your mind, the, the ego's way or the Holy Spirit's way, and your perception will reflect the guidance you have chosen. So that's why If I'm not at peace, I must have chosen wrongly. Right? That beautiful prayer at the end of chapter 5. So, I am the manifestation. So, this is Jesus. I am the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And when you see me, it will be because you have invited him. Invited the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit will send you his witnesses if you will but look upon them. Remember always that you see what you seek. For what you seek, you will find. So this is why we keep our attention on seeking the kingdom. And by seeking the kingdom, we are serving the light. We are working for God Incorporated. The ego finds what it seeks and only that. It does not find love for that is not what it is seeking Yet seeking and finding are the same. And if you seek for two goals, you will find them, but you will recognize neither. So we can't seek for, for love and judgment at the same time. You will think they are the same because you want both of them. And that's what happens in the special relationship. Is in a special relationship, our judgment is that this person completes me, you know, or this situation completes me, this job completes me, validates me. And so it, then if we think that the job validates me or the person validates me or the perfect body validates me, we're all anything in the world, if that's where we're looking to get our completion and our validation from, even if we accomplish it, we won't feel the love, the validation, the completion. So that's why the ego is a thought system of seeking without finding. Um, A little bit later here, it says, and I love this, it's paragraph 8. When you want only love, you will see nothing else. And then in paragraph 9, it says, You cannot really give anything but love to anyone or anything, nor can you really receive anything but love from them. When you want only love, you will see nothing else. Everything in this world is designed to call us to serve the light. There is no greater joy than to serve the light. There is no greater joy than to serve the light. There is no greater joy. And we do it by being loving. We do it by aligning with love and letting love in and relinquishing the thoughts that are so painful, so distressful, so depressing. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, um. Couple, uh, another quick announcement here. We are, um, we still have the free text messages. You can sign up for Inspirational Course of in Miracles text messages. Coming once a day, we have also daily uh, text message from me, inspiration from me, uh, and occasional reminders and things like that. You can sign up for those at jenniferhadley.com, at com. We're transcribing all the radio show episodes. We're well underway uh, and if you have an episode that you would really like to have transcribed, you can email us at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at jenniferhadley.com. And we'd love to put that at the top of the list for you. Uh, there are so many resources still. Uh, you can get the Living A Course of Miracles free classes at livingacourseofmiracles.com. And, of course, you can get the free A Course of Miracles app for Android, for uh, iPads, iPhones, and uh, totally free. So lots and lots of things for you, all made possible by the donations, along with all these episodes of the radio show. Your donations are what sponsor this radio show and uh, most everything we're doing at LivingACourseOfMiracles.com, and much of what we're doing at jenniferhadley.com. So let's go into a prayer here. So grateful and thankful to choose a life of love. Grateful and thankful to open our hearts to the power and the presence of love healing us now. We're grateful and thankful to give all worries and concerns, all problem and fear to the Holy Spirit for healing. We're holding nothing back. We are seeking the kingdom first. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. I love you. Have an amazing rest of your week.